good Lord. And it came to pass. The word says, according to the gospel written, according to Luke. And it came to pass that as he was praying in a certain place, when he ceased, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us how to pray. As John also taught his disciples. Just for a few minutes of your time, we're still in the serious, I'm not powerless. But this is called sweet hour of prayer. But this is called sweet hour of prayer. Come on, you want to write that down? I'm going to take a, take a minute. I need to write that down. Sweet glory that just bust that just burst through here fresh wind of God that just burst through here because somebody's been weary and somebody's been weary and well doing but I want you to know the energy of God the energy the energy yes and the synergy of his power yes God I pray thank you Jesus he's been just that good sweet hour of prayer sweet hour of prayer lifeline of a believer is prayer. Prayer will release the supernatural. That's why prayer must be central, not peripheral, not peripheral, secondary or minor, or not have a minor importance or marginal importance in our lives and, and our families' lives and in our ministries. All through the history of the Bible, prayer has been significant in getting shifts to happen to regions. Look at what the Lord says. I do. All through the Bible, all through the history of the Bible, prayer has been significant in getting shifts to happen to significant regions, to significant people and the lives of the people. When prayer happened, shifts began to happen. Every region has some form of prayer, but the constant, but every religion has some form of prayer. But the constant of all religions is prayer. Prayer is the language of the believers that allow access. You and I need access for our present. We need access for our future. We need access for our children. We need access for our ministries. We need access for our finances. Prayer seeks out the activity of heaven to pay attention toward us. I don't know if I'm going to make it through this. Prayer seeks out the activity of heaven to pay attention toward you. The reason we pray is not just to get things from God. Even though God told us to ask and it shall be given. However, we should pray because prayer is a position and a posture. And prayer allows me to position myself and posture myself in the right place to receive from an ever-all-giving God. 
a position, a, a, a prayer is a position, is a stand that I take. Prayer is just prayer. Prayer is a stand that I take. And I want to ask somebody tonight, can you stand to be blessed? I know you've heard it before, but I have to ask you again. Can you stand to be, I hear you, Jesus, hallelujah. Can you stand to be blessed? Because prayer is just not, prayer is a position of where I stand. And where are you standing tonight? Ask your neighbor, neighbor, look at your neighbor real good. It's a neighbor, where are you standing tonight? Prayer allows me to position myself, a position of stand I take. It's a, it's, I take a stand that is given me when Jesus, I take the stand that was given unto me when Jesus died. Thank you. I pray for, for taking me from when Jesus, I take the position that prayer has given me when Jesus died. He positioned me in his blood and his blood put me in right standing with God. His blood justified you and I through the conformity of his blood being blood washed. Where? Uh, 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 we were made righteous. Righteousness is the right standing with God. No man can obtain righteousness on his own. It's a God-given attribute and a God-given character. He says man's righteousness like filthy rags. Righteousness, it is a God-given quality imputed to man un, uh, 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 upon believing in God, his son, the risen Savior. That's why righteousness leads to life, not death, because God is the ultimate source of life. Prayer is your position. It means that righteousness belongs to God alone and therefore as we pursue God, we surely find his righteousness. Pursuing God's righteousness means putting God at the center of our lives. I'm preaching here. Glory God. Prayer allows us to pursue God's righteousness, meaning putting God at the center of our lives. And is, is he, we sing a song in the, in, in the church that says, he's the center of my joy. It is God, I got to ask you tonight, my brothers and sisters, is he the center of your joy? Pursuing God means putting God in the center of our life. And here, and here is a, here is the truth. God takes pleasure in those pursuing righteousness. If you want to see an outpouring of the Spirit of God in your life, get in right standing with God. Right standing with God will cause rain to be released, and the rain will be a refreshing time in God and for you. Lord, today I pray as this message first from the very beginning, Lord, to make, give us a praying spirit. That we, that, that what we see does not interfere with what you have told us and you can be in our lives. Lord, today, give us a praying spirit. Lord, let us pray that we fall in love with your, with our communication and the ability to bend your ear. Prayer is the ability to bend God's ear. Oh, my God. You have just moved into a prophetic moment with God, a prophetic moment with God. What God is talking about to us today is just not happen chance. This is a prophetic moment that's going on with God. It is a process. I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying. 
There's a process, a prophetic process that God is talking about. Sweet hour of prayer. Oh, how I long to meet you there. There he will qualify your needs. There he will see who you are. There in the sweet hour of prayer. But also in the sweet hour of prayer, I want to impute into you. I want to impart something into you. The word impart means I want to sit I want to stitch it in you, stitch it in you, stitch it in you, so that you cannot, so that you cannot nowhere, know how, ever forget is there. And one thing about being stitched, stitching means I want to cover you with it, because things that are stitched are things that are fitted together to cover you there. And when stitching also keeps you in the right place in the right. Make sure your clothes stay up. He wants to stitch it in you. He wants to impute in you. And the word impute, impute means to stitch in you. So that you have it forever. Lord, give us a praying spirit. Give us a praying spirit that, that, we, that we do not let interfere. With, we, do not let things into, we, we, we do not interfere with what you have told us and what we can be. Lord, Lord, we pray that we fall in love with your communication and the ability to bend your ear. Prayer is not boring. Prayer makes power available that heaven can touch your earth. I'll say it again. Prayer is not boring. Prayer makes power available so that heaven can touch your earth. And, I, and ever, since I, ever since God gave me that about heaven touching my earth, something in me has just can't, I cannot be the same. My, my attitude is not the same when it comes to the things of God because I want heaven to touch my earth. Because when heaven began to touch your earth, good God of mighty go. I'm, 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 I'm ahead of my message. Hallelujah. Thank the Lord Jesus. But I want heaven to touch my earth. In the text, in the text, we see in the text, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. In the text, in the text, we find disciples who have been traveling with Jesus, living with Jesus, ministering with Jesus, and experience the power that runs through his life, running through them. They were average men who was handpicked. Right there, right there is a good place to give God praise and to get that's your shout right there. Average men who were handpicked. You ought to do me a favor. Matter of fact, do you a favor. Tell yourself, I've been handpicked. You don't need highly. You, if, you don't, if you don't take any other notes, take this from this lesson. You got to write this down. I am handpicked. If I lose this feed for the rest of the service, just know you're handpicked. If you don't see me, if, if, if somehow this text goes off, you got to know you're handpicked. If we was at church, I'll tell you, look down, bend over some way, somehow or another. Look down your row and tell your neighbor, neighbor, somehow or another, you are handpicked. I got to call for the pause and give Jesus some glory right there because I am Handpicked. I just need somebody who believes they're handpicked just to give God five seconds. Come on, a good 10 seconds, a good 15 seconds. Just to know I'm handpicked. I know, hallelujah, it's, I know it's the beginning of the service. I know it's just the message, but I need somebody to recognize I am handpicked. I was handpicked from the time I was born. I was handpicked from my mother's womb. I've been handpicked when I was born. The doctor smacked my behind for the first time. The doctor should have recognized I was handpicked. Glory to God, I'm handpicked. 
picked. Oh, my God, if you don't catch anything tonight, oh, I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to be behaved, but I'm hand-picking out. Dance on that because you don't know. Hallelujah, what the enemy tried. But when I recognize I'm hand-picked, when I recognize God is there, when I recognize all through my life, when you recognize all through your life, all the scars you have come through, all the surgeries you have come through, all the diseases you have come through, all the trouble you have come through, you are hand-picked. Hallelujah. And even at church when they told you you weren't going to do it, look at God. Your hand picked. Oh, my God. There's something about knowing that your hand picked. Oh, my God. All your life, all your life, you wonder why things ain't went right with you. You got to recognize I'm hand picked. And sometimes when you're hand picked, you got to you got to recognize, we got to recognize just like when the mother has a child with them, sometimes they squeeze their hand not to hurt them, but to let them know, I can't let nothing happen to you. You are hand picked. And sometimes the squeeze is not comfortable. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, I'm preaching. Sometimes the squeeze that mama gives you in her hand or daddy gives you in the hand is not comfortable. They're not trying to hurt you. They're telling you you're handpicked. And because you're handpicked, I can't let you go out there. Because you handpicked, I can't let you run in the street. Because you're handpicked, I can't let, I can't let you play where what danger is. You have been handpicked to your neighbor. Neighbor, I don't know about you, but I'm handpicked. Hey, neighbor, all my stuff. All my stuff. Hallelujah. I'm handpicked. I'm about to run right just about now. Oh, my God. I'm handpicked. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, no. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. But as I begin to look at the text, the text says, and the disciple asked God, who teach us how to pray. I know the lessons about prayer, but I must confess to you that I heard this rumor before that Jesus had more. That, 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 that I wonder in the lesson who was the one that asked Jesus, Jesus, teach us how to pray. So I began to, because in Luke it did not tell us who was the one that asked Jesus, teach us how to pray. Because when I, and I began to do some in-depth research, I wanted to find out who was the one that asked Jesus to teach us how to pray. I thought it could have been Peter, because Peter was the one, the Bible says, when Jesus asked him, who am I? He said, you are the Christ. And Peter was the one that Jesus said, upon this rock I'll build my church. I thought it was Peter, but then I looked and the scripture didn't tell me it was Peter, so I thought it could have been John. You know John, the one that laid on the breast of the Lord Jesus. He was the one that they Bible says he loved him. I thought it could have been John, but it wasn't John because the text did not tell me that it was not John. And so I began to search again and search deep and search wide and search low. And I thought it said it probably is James because Peter, James, and John were the, were the inner three sanctum of Jesus. But it wasn't James. It wasn't Peter. It wasn't John. It wasn't Matthew. It wasn't Luke. And I was looking at the scripture. I said, wait a minute. So I began to search the scripture. And woe and behold unto me, pastor is going pastor is gonna tell you an epiphany that pastor has never ever passage and never talked about before Jesus had more than just 12 disciples Luke Luke 9 declares that he sent he made 70 and sent them out so when he said teach me how to pray and I began to say wait a minute look I, I, I look it up again I look it up again you, you can see it it's, it's, it's in Luke 9 Luke 9 Luke 9 and 1 if you want to check it out and it's Luke 9 and 1 and when he said he said he said he said he picked out 70 disciples and sent them out. So when it came to this one who asked Jesus, how, teach us how to pray. I wonder why that Luke, who was the physician, a physician is one that is detailed.
detailed writer. A physician is one who would write it down in detail because they don't want you to miss out on anything. And he has always a prescription. He always has a remedy for you. So when Luke was in Luke's account, so I looked in John's account, I couldn't find it. I looked in Matthew's account, I could not find it. I, 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 I looked around in all the accounts, I could not find it. But what here, I found the man who says, Jesus, teach us how to pray. Perhaps my brothers and my sisters. The reason why this one disciple wasn't named because maybe he didn't belong to the boys club. Maybe he didn't belong to the 12. Maybe he didn't belong to the inner sanctum of the three. Maybe he was just one outside the box and one outside the box. Maybe, perhaps my brothers and my sisters, maybe this one of the 70, maybe he was a 12 one. Maybe he was one that said, Lord, teach us how to pray. Why? Because God was letting you know you don't got to be important. You don't got to be a big name. You don't got to have names behind you. You don't got to have stars behind your names. You don't got to have lights behind your names. You don't got to roll up in nothing big to get this, get this anointing that's upon my life. And to get the results of prayer. Perhaps, perhaps, my brothers and my sisters, perhaps it was this right here. This should bless you right here. But to just know that you don't got to be big name. You don't got to be big time. Your name does not have to be known all over Facebook. Your name doesn't got to be known all over Instagram. Your name doesn't got to be known all over the church world or the kingdom world. Your name doesn't got to be known. All you got to know is, Lord, teach me how to pray. And God and Jesus turned around and I can see the excitement on Jesus' face. Because when he began to say hallelujah. When this one member, he said, teach us. And notice that he didn't teach it for himself. He said, he, the one did not take it for himself. He was not selfish in his request. He recognized that I, the same power that I need, you need it too. If you're ever going to move in God, the same power I need, you need it too. Thank you, Lord. I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord. He was not selfish. He did not take it for himself. He did not say, teach me. He said, teach us how to pray, and when he really says, teach us to have the same results that you have had. Because following you around, I noticed that right before we fed the 5,000 5, with two fish and five loaves of bread, and before you had the, had the month who sit down, Holly, you went to pray. I noticed, before we got, I noticed before we got on the sea, you went to pray, and the storm came up. But while the storm was rising, you were praying. I noticed that when you pray, things began so Jesus says, I want you, if you want to really know, if you really want this value, if you really want this value, if you really want this instruction, if you really want this impartation, if you really want this anointing, this is how you get it. Hallelujah. Jesus, Jesus, the Bible says, the Bible says here, and Jesus said, I'll be from the face. Jesus says here, See, look, let's look at the people asking toward how to pray. And there was a Jew, and see, one thing about these men, when they asked Jesus how to pray, we cannot forget that they knew how to pray already. Because if you were a Jewish boy, you had already went to school. And while they were in the Jewish schools, the synagogues, they was learning the Torah, and they were learning the prayers of the Torahs. Because, see, what happened is the man said, Jesus, I know that when you pray, prayer hits a little differently. <laughs> I know that when you pray, results happen a little differently. When you pray, 
when you pray. Because at the age of 10, these boys should have been well versed in the understanding of the Torah. For, 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 for Jesus says this, for Jesus says, Father, Jesus says, I'll teach you how to pray. And Jesus says this, Jesus began to shed light on how he makes power available for access. Jesus said, our Father, which art in heaven, Father is available. This is why Jesus said, our I noticed when Jesus was getting to say, he said, he, when Jesus began to say, he says, Father, I am available. Jesus said, Father, make yourself available. This is why Jesus said, our, which art in heaven. That means our sovereign, hallowed be thy name. Holy is thy name. Your name stands alone. Your name stands hallowed. Jesus began to worship God, worship his Father. Jesus began to identify that Jesus began to identify himself with God. He began to see, verses, when you pray, you got to identify yourself with God. And Jesus began to identify himself with God. He says, Jesus, he says, our Father. He began to say, wait a minute, I'm just not just, I'm just not a child of God. I'm the Son of God. Verses, I want you to know, verses, God has now put you in sonship places. Now, I know, a story, I'm telling you something, and I know you may get offended a little bit, but let me help you. A lot of people have kids, but they don't mean those kids are their sons and their daughters. So that's why you call him father. Why? Because there's a relationship. A father one is one that's when there is an exchange one to the other. We have a lot of dads on the earth, and that's great dads. But when you're the father, that means there is an exchange one to I'm passing you the baton. That's why Jesus said father. Why? Because Jesus was God, God the father, God Jehovah, was passing to Jesus the baton. And Jesus says, <laughs> Our Father, we are in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Jesus was identified with God that no one can vote you in. No one can vote you out. You reign supreme. Your name is without fault. Your name is without fail. Your kingdom has no end. You will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Notice, if you will, in the text, it did not say as it, the text says, your will be done as it is on earth, as it is in earth, as it is in, I'm sorry, will on earth as it is in heaven. That's a little bit different to me. It caused me to think a little bit because Jesus said, as it is on earth, as it is, is in heaven. So you mean as it is in heaven, it's not as it is on earth. Notice the text. As it is in heaven, is, that means it never stops. In Heaven. Why? Because heaven operates by the word of God, the will of God, the power of God, the move of God, the spirit of God, the atmosphere of God. Everything in heaven is operating with the move and the spirit of God. Everything on earth, God says, I give a man dominion on the earth. And the way to get God down here, man has allowed God to come in him to show himself strong and to show himself mighty. Now, God can do a sovereign move because he is God. God can do a supreme move because he is God. But God will not, God will not illegally, hallelujah, interfere with the, God will not illegally interfere with the affairs of man unless man, unless man asks God to come and intervene. Because he says, let's, he says, let's make earth and let's, let's, give, let's give man dominion over earth. And man has dominion over the earth. That's why God says, I will give men to give unto your bosom. What he's saying, I will get men to be the change agent for you upon the earth. Because man, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. I love your word. Thank you, Lord. Man has 
dominion. That's why Jesus could not, that's why man has dominion. Pastor, how can you back that up in Scripture? Well, let me back that up in Scripture. Do you remember when, the, when, the little, when Jesus got ready to heal the little girl? And when Jesus got ready to heal the little girl, he asked the people, in, he, asked, he asked the non-believers, can you leave? Because I cannot operate with all this doubt, hallelujah, operating around me. And then remember when, Jesus went to the, remember when Jesus went to the synagogue, he said, and Jesus spoke after he came out of, after he came out of the wilderness. He said, for the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. He has sent me to heal the broken heart, to preach deliverance to the captive, and to recovering sight of the blind, and to set them at liberty, to set the, that, that are bruised, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. And while he was talking, good God Almighty, and while Jesus was talking, somebody in the back row, some naysayer, some unbeliever said, ain't that the carpenter's son? Ain't that the carpenter's son? Who gave him the right to be up on the pulpit? Who gave him the right to do that? And when there's doubt and unbelief, signs and wonders and miracles cannot happen because Jesus will not force it upon anyone. He is. Hallelujah. He is a gentleman. Jesus said the prophet is not welcome in his own town that I grew up. In heaven, doubt does not exist. In heaven, fear does not exist. In heaven, inhibition does not exist. In heaven, in, in heaven, the heaven is infused with the breath, the length, the height, the fullness of the love of God. In heaven, there is no doubt. In heaven, there is no impossibilities. In heaven, good God Almighty, there is no fear. In heaven is always yea, yea, and amen. It operates in the will and the power and the manifold wisdom of God. It operates constantly on the counsel of the will of the Lord God Almighty in heaven. And Jesus was saying, I need earth to operate under the will and the counsel of the glory of the Lord. I need earth to operate like that. No fear. Oh my God, I need earth. And I need, the only way I can cause that to happen, I need men and daughters. I need one, sons and daughters who believe that God can do the impossible no matter what it looks like. He needs sons and daughters. Even in the middle of a gunfight, you may say, I'm I, I was witness to, witness to us. This preacher was standing in the middle of a gunfight and they were shooting all the time and that preacher stood there said I still believe God and why there is shooting nothing how it happened to that preacher why because he understand the power that operates in heaven on that can operate on heaven and that can operate on the earth thank you Jesus but earth we have allowed God but if earth if we allow God to infuse us we can recalibrate the atmosphere for God to be preeminent Jesus was, Jesus was given a key. Prayer is the key to unlock and to bind. Can I tell you that prayer is going to be the, prayer should be the constant in your life. One of the most popular stories in the Bible, in the Old Testament, I'm closing right now. One of the most, prayer is the key. <coughs> prayer is the key to unlock and to bind. Can I tell you that the prayer is going to be the constant in your life? I'm praying for you right now, my brothers and my sisters, that you get a praying spirit, that prayer be the constant in your life. And that's one of the most popular Bible, one of the most popular Old Testament stories in the Bible is Daniel's in the lion's den. I know it seemed to be a story for kids, but in reality, it holds the key to victory. Hallelujah. But in reality, that story, Daniel and the lion's den, 
Because most times in Sunday school lesson, we get excited about Daniel in the lion's den. And Daniel was closed around the lion. And they put Daniel in the lion's den. Oh, the excitement to know that God was going to deliver. Oh, the excitement to know that Daniel trusted God. Oh, the excitement to know that when King Nebuchadnezzar, when King came back, he said, Daniel, your Lord is Lord forever. And how he healed you and delivered you. Oh, the excitement. But before Daniel got in the lion's den, there must have been something there that pre imminent that spot for Daniel to be in the lion's den and for Daniel to have those types of results. And for, Daniel to have those type, and for Daniel to have those type of results, we must go back a little bit in the text. And when we go back in the little in the, in the text, we see that Daniel was a man. Daniel knew Daniel's whole Babylon was made captive. Israel was made captive. And the Bible says that, 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 that it started with Daniel's capture. The Bible reads that Daniel was brimming with spirit and intelligence and was gifted of God. The story reads that Daniel prayed three times a day. He prayed a morning prayer. He prayed an afternoon prayer. He prayed night prayer. For most Jewish men, pray was a part of their lifestyle three times a day. Daniel prayed from the patriarch. And Daniel, not only did he pray, he prayed from somebody who God dropped names from. The Bible says, the Bible talks about, and the Bible records that Daniel prayed prayers of Abraham, Isaac, and of Jacob. You know who Abraham and Isaac and Jacob was. In case you did not know who Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob was, they were men who God oftentimes talked about over two, two dozen times. That means these men and their prayers and their lives had significance with God. Thank you, Jesus. And I, and I am the, and he was, the, he said, and God would say, I am the God of Abraham. I am the God of Isaac, and I am the God of Jacob. When God, when every time God got ready to move a major shift and, and one, of the old, one of the old patriots' life, one of the old prophets' life, God will remind the prophet, I am the same God of Abraham, Isaac, and of Jacob. This means that those men had significance in God. They had value in God. They mattered in God. They spent time with God. And because they spent time with God, Daniel studied their prayers. And Daniel studied their prayers in a way that, Daniel's, that Daniel began to study the prayers of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And these prayers that, they, that Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob has were prayer for insight, prayer for justice, prayer for reverence, prayer for kindness, prayer that I love you, and prayer for your mercy. And David's life, oh my God, and David had a life of prayer. So David, Daniel would spend his time praying, God, I need your love. God, I need your life. God, I need your justice. God, I need your reverence. I need your holy. God, I thank you for being there for me. I thank God for moving, for shifting regions. I thank you, God, for doing this in our lives. <coughs> so as Daniel began to pray, the Bible says that Daniel, because of Daniel's prayer life, he was brimming with spirit. He was brimming with intelligence. He was, a, he was brimming with the gift of God. So you mean to tell me, brothers and sisters, if I began to pray, I'm not telling you what to do, but I'm, I'm giving you a good suggestion that if I was you, I'll take time to find a way, an hour, sometime to pray to God. Because the Bible says that because of David, because of Daniel's prayer life, he was brimming with spirit. He was brimming with intelligence. 
privileges. He was brimming with the gift of God. And I'm telling you, my brother and sister, there's something in you that is brimming with the spirit. There's something in you that's brimming with intelligence. There's something in you that's brimming with the gift of God. And all it takes to activate this thing is the prayer life that will activate the prayer faith in your life will activate these gifts that God had given you. Oh, I'm coming to a, I'm coming to a swift close. And so Abraham here, and so Daniel prayed these prayers. And Daniel's prayers, the, the prayers that Daniel made, made gift. The Bible says, his, your prayer will, he said, yo, he said yo, your gift will make room for you. And Daniel's gift was his prayer life. His gift for his prayer life was so good that the, that the region of, that the people, and that the people who was ahead of him became jealous of Daniel's and said, we're going we're gonna to make a lie up because we don't like the point that Daniel prayed. You mean to tell me, my brothers and my sisters, that you can pray so much that God begins to bless you and the enemy will get afraid of you and that the enemy got to go make up something because he recognizes your prayer life is so good. You mean to tell me, my brothers and my sisters, I can pray to the point that my enemies become jealous of what God is doing in my life. Glory to God. I'm going there now. You mean to tell a preacher, yes, I can pray so much that God, hallelujah, that God can pray that, that, that my enemies will become jealous of my life. I heard a song that says, Lord, I want to pray so much. Let it fall so much on me that my favor, that, that God, that, that when my friends see my favor, they begin to get jealous of the favor of God on me. Why? Because God knows that when I begin to pray, something's going to happen. Shift's going to happen. Moves going to happen. Things are going to happen. Why? Because I'm going to begin to pray. And I'm telling my brothers and sisters, I'm starting my own prayer revival for my own self. Why? Because I need things to shift. I need things to move. I need things to go. And so I'm going to pray from, from here on out. Why? Because I recognize that when you begin to pray, it's built on prayer. Your life is built on prayer. Your ministry is built on prayer. Your faith is built on prayer. Your family's life is built on prayer. Your coming out is built on prayer. Your breakthrough is built on prayer. My finances break put on prayer. Hallelujah. I'm going to pray until things begin to move in God's direction because faith will allow heaven to come and start activity when you begin to pray. The activity of heaven begins to move on your earth. You mean to tell me, brother, all this long old time, if I would have begun to pray, I would have begun to see the activity of heaven on your life. My brothers and my sisters, can I tell you this, that you, when you begin to pray, you will see not only the activity of heaven, but the, but the results of heaven in your life. And that's why I know this story, the Daniel and the Lion Den story, may seem as though it's just for kids, but I got to tell you something, it has keys to victory because Daniel prayed three times. He said, Lord, whatever you do, don't do it without me. If you do it in the morning, don't do it without me. If you do it in the afternoon, don't do it without me. If you do it at night, don't do it without me. Father, I stretch my hands to thee. No other, no other. No other help I know if thou would take your spirit from me. Where else will I go? But I found out that power lives.
that calls me from a world of care and bids me at my Father's throne. Make all, make all my wants and wishes known. In the season of distress and grief, my soul found often relief. Good God Almighty. I often escaped from the tempest snare by returning to the sweet hour of prayer. My God, have mercy. Look at what the song was saying. You found relief when you return to the sweet hours of prayer. And then verse 2 says, Sweet hour of prayer, sweet hour of prayer. Thy wings shall petition, oh, I bear. I told you it was a petition, good God Almighty. To him whose truth and faithfulness engage waiting souls to be blessed. And since he bids me to seek his face, believe his word, and trust in his grace, I cast on him my every care. I wait for thee, sweet hour of prayer. I cast on him my every care. I wait on him, sweet hour of prayer, sweet hour of prayer. In my season of distress and grief, my soul finds often release. I often escape from the tempter's snare by returning to sweet hour of prayer, sweet hour of prayer, sweet hour of prayer. That's where my petition bears to him who's faithful, to him who's true, engaging, waiting, soul to bless, believe his word, trust in his grace. I cast all cares, I cast all cares, yes I do, I cast all cares, sweet hour, sweet hour, sweet hour of prayer, tell your neighbor, neighbor we got to go but sweet hour of prayer is gonna change your life sweet hour of prayer is gonna change what's right sweet hour of prayer is gonna shift you your life sweet hour of prayer is gonna bring you forward sweet hour gonna cause relief sweet hour of prayer is gonna cause recovery sweet hour of prayer is gonna cause rescue sweet hour of prayer is gonna cause God to come through sweet hour sweet hour sweet hour of prayer Sweet hour of prayer, sweet hour of prayer, sweet hour of prayer. My brothers and I am finished, I am done. But when I began, when, this, when we began to talk about the sweet hour of prayer, something in my life began to happen. And my brothers, God reminded me of the power and God reminded me of the intentionality of prayer. He began to say, there's a song that's popped on the radio now. And I was praying because I have some things before the Lord. I'm testifying just a bit. I have a thing before the Lord. And when I was praying, the Lord reminded me of when I asked him a question. When I went to this church about 10 years ago, and I told the Lord, I said, Lord, I would love to pastor a campus as big as this. And the Lord told me to believe. And so I began to believe, and this happened. And then the Lord, I started praying again because my mama taught me, you must pray your ministry down. Son, you must pray your ministry down. Sweet hour of prayer. 
And so this week when I was in the car and I was praying in the morning, and I was praying in the morning, and this song came on. And the song says, bless me, bless me, bless me now and need. A new song on the radio. But then the part that got me, the end part of the song really blessed me. The end part song says, we have everything we need. We have everything we need. And I said, Lord, he said, listen. He said, we have everything you need. I said, Lord, we got to. We have everything you need. I said, Lord. He said, we have everything you need. You have everything you need. Trust me. You have everything you need. And when I began to, when we began to put that together, begin to think about it. In prayer, prayer reminds me. The reason why God needs you to pray, it reminds you of your connection with the Father. It reminds you that what your gifts have on your life, it reminds you that God can do anything but fail. It reminds you that God can do anything but fail. We have everything you need. And my brothers, I come to tell you on this line tonight, all 25 of y'all is on this line, all 32 of you that's on this line today, all you that's watching, all you that's watching via sharing, all you that's watching, all you stepped in for just three seconds, I come to tell you, you have everything you need in sweet hour of prayer. Because when y'all, my brothers, if you've been missing something, if you've been missing something, oh my God, prayer will bring it happen because God began to remind me how it only takes glory to God. It only takes the activity of heaven in your life. And when heaven meets your earth, you will have everything you need. Remember, fact, tell your neighbor, say, neighbor, I got everything I need. Come on, come on. You got to say it, I got everything you need. I got everything you need. The devil's fighting me with strife. I got everything I need. The devil's raging war. I got everything I need. Every every time the devil comes at me, I got everything I need. You try to steal my house. I got everything I need. You try to steal my money. I got everything I need. Trying to hurt my confidence. I got everything I need. You tried to hurt me. I got everything I need. You tried to make me quit. I got everything I need. You tried to make me stink. I got everything I need. You tried to stop me. I got everything I need. Hallelujah. I got everything I need. I got everything I need. You tried to move me. I got everything I need. You tried to quiet me. I got everything I need. You tried to tell the devil to get on my case. I got everything I need. Hallelujah. We got to tell your neighbor. If we was at church, I'll have you run over the house. Run all over the church and tell everybody, you got everything you need. Yes, you do. And while you're at home, and while you're at home, I need you to run around your kitchen. I need you to run around your bedroom. I need you to take a lap and say, I got everything. I need, I got everything. I need, it may not be much in the eyes of someone else, but I got everything I need. It may be limited to human standards, but I got everything I need. What I have cannot compare to the gift of God, which he shares. I got everything I need. May not be much, 
Yes, sir. It may not be much. Yes, sir. But I got everything I need. It may be little, but I got everything I need. May not make much noise, but I got everything I need. It may not do much, but I got everything I need. Glory to God. I got woo, everything woo, I need. Hallelujah. I wish we was that church. I'll have you take a victory lap and run around and tell somebody, I got everything I need. I need you to go grab your wallet and tell your wallet, I got everything you need. I need you to go grab your wallet and tell your wallet, I got everything you need. I need you to tell your body, I got everything I need. Yes, I do. I got everything.
everything you need. You got everything you need. Oh, my brothers and sisters, I'm telling you that God is doing the hardest thing. You got everything you need. Everything you need to be successful. Everything you need to move to the next level. Everything you move need to make God to help God is a difference in your life. You have everything you need. Brothers and sisters, I want to say to you, we're getting ready to give. This is our way to give. We have text to give. We have cash app. I gave. Um, I believe. I believe that we have text to give. And I want you to know something, brothers and sisters. You gotta know something. This is the greatest time to sow seed at the very beginning of what's God's doing. I'm telling you, I'm even challenging myself to give just a little more because I want to see God move in such a way. I have to see God perform what he said he's going to do. We have everything we need. And that's why God would have me ask you to become covenant part with the place of promise. Because when you are covenant part with the place of promise, you will have everything you need. God's going to move on you. God's going to move on you. So get your tithes and your offering together. We're getting ready to give right now. Get your tithes and your offering together. We're going to give right now. I have everything I need, yes. Everything I need, yes. Everything I need, yes. Everything I need, yes. Everything I need, everything we need, everything we need, everything we need, everything, 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 everything. Sisters, I'm going to ask you today, besides, besides your tithe and your offering, besides your tithe and your offering, will you join us with a $20 seed beside your tithe and your offering? You can send a text to give, cash app. Um, there's ways to get it. If you want to send an Apple Pay, you can. I'll make sure the church gets it. But you, but I'm asking everybody besides your tithe and your offering, give a joint for the day with an extra seed. As a matter of fact, we're looking for partners that will partner us with a $20 seed, with a $20 seed a week. With a $20 seat a week will help us reach our goal. Because I'm telling you, brothers and sisters, we are about to do something great in God. And I know what the enemy said. I know the enemy looks, I know the enemy has put before us. But when I heard that, when I heard that thing, I have everything you need. You know, God, I, 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 we are giving out tithes and offering. But you know, you know what? God sends a song. I don't know what God, God sends a song. Every time something happens, God sends a song. When the pandemic came, he said, you shall live and not die. When the pandemic came, God said, the song said, you shall live and not die. And then now the pandemic, as we're moving through the pandemic, God said, didn't he send a song by a preacher just three months ago that has taken the earth by storm? That he said, he said this, he said, when the devil tried, God made it fail. 
And every time, good God Almighty, a song comes on to ring in my spirit. And a word comes that says, now he says, you have everything you need. You have everything you need. So come on, get your tithe and your offering together. Hallelujah. Come on, get your tithe and your offering together. Come on, get your tithe and your offering together. Come on, get your tithe and your offering together. You got to know. Trust God. Trust God. Trust God. Trust God. Trust God. Trust God. I'm trusting Him. I'm trusting Him. I'm trusting Him. Are you ready to give? Are you ready to give? Are you ready to give? Come on, let's give. Father God, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I thank you now, Lord, for all seed sowers, all tithe payers and seed sowers, God, who give to this ministry, God, who give to the place of promise. I thank you, God, that this is going to grow and be God. I trust you. I trust you with this two fish and five loaves of bread. I trust you with this two fish and five loaves of bread. Because the Bible says you sat at the offering table and you watched what they gave. The Bible declares you, Jesus, sat at the offering table and you watched what they gave. And you said, she has given all she had. And you blessed the little. And you blessed the little. God, today, this is our seed sown to you. For it shall increase. It shall grow in stature. You shall give it back 30, 60, 100 fold, 1,000 fold, 1,000 fold blessing. In Jesus we pray. We thank God. Amen. Amen. We have everything we need. First lady is going to come. First lady is going to come. We have everything we need. Brothers and sisters, sweet hour of prayer. Sweet hour of prayer is where we're going to rest at. Sweet hour of prayer is where we're going to hang our hat. For this next season, for the next, for the next, until we get, until we get into our building, until we get to, we need, we're going to be praying. And not only, we're going to pray in and out and through. In, out, and through. Because it's just another step to where we're going. In, out, and through. Come on, right there. So I'm going to pray. Come on. First lady's going to come. I'm going I'm to finish up. I'm going to do it right here. Come on, I need you to write with me. In, out, and through. Come on. In, out, and through. I'm praying. In, out, and through. For this, I'm not going to leave my sweet hour of prayer. Come on, first day. Amen. God bless you on tonight. Thank you so much for joining us in this praise and worship in this wonderful, wonderful word of God. Please know that we all have everything that we need in the name of Jesus. And thank you, Pastor, for that reminder that we are hand picked. I can let my feet 
Hallelujah. Do the talking on that. It's because I'm handpicked. It didn't go the other way. Thank you. I'm handpicked and highly favored. Glory to God. Hallelujah. When I look back over my life, and like I always say, I don't have to look so far. Hallelujah. He did it for me. Hallelujah. Because I'm handpicked and highly favored. Glory to God. Hallelujah. When I think about y'all, could have been at a funeral some years back. Hallelujah. It could have went another way. Hallelujah. But God said, no, I handpicked this one. This one's mine. I didn't come bulk. I didn't come in a whole bucket of barrel of apples. Jesus. Hallelujah. I'm trying to help somebody. Glory to God. You better give them praise because you may not have another chance. Hallelujah. This is why I holler the way that I do. This is why I lift my hands. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I'm reminded of his grace, his favor, and his upon me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. No good of my own. Glory to God. No good of my own. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory. He's worthy of every hallelujah. No matter how I feel. He's worthy of everything. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You better thank him that it didn't go the other way. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. For life, health, and strength. Thank you. For life. Thank you for life. Hallelujah. Jesus for my life. It may not look the way you think that it should. 
look today, but eventually or suddenly, God's gonna turn it in your favor. You gotta let it go and let God. Hallelujah, but today, you have everything you need. You have the power of God. You're not powerless. You have everything you need to make it. Hallelujah. You're here today. You made it. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Because of his grace, favor, and mercy. Hallelujah. That's why I wear the tattoo. Grace. to the mothers that had to be just that as well. Amen. But I'm sending you all hugs and kisses. I wish I could put my hands on you and just give you a nice big hug, but I'm sending it with the love of Jesus. I love you all so much. Have have a wonderful, have a blessed Father's Day. I pray that your Father's Day is as good as our Mother's Day 
was. Sometimes I hear that the guys feel like they get treated differently, you know, and I heard somebody say if Father's Day was just a tenth of Mother's Day, that they would be all right, but, you know, I don't know what to tell you. It's, you know, it's in the cards, and oh well, cuz, is what I normally say, but we appreciate you so much. I appreciate you, fathers, for being the father once again that God has called you to be. I want to remind you of the announcements that we have. We are still in connection with Desire Thy Portion Ministries. Amen. I love this ministry so much with all of my heart. I want you to give what you can give what you're able and actually stretch yourself to give to this ministry. Make a sacrificial offering of anything that the Lord has put on your heart to give to this ministry. This is an awesome, awesome ministry. And our sister Darlene is a soldier in the army of the Lord working this ministry as God has given it to her. So please keep her in your prayers, but give I encourage you, this is awesome soil, this is great soil, and it's blowing up. So you want to be a part of this ministry as well. We are also still in connection with Solutions of Life Ministry, offering counseling in any and every area of your life. Please, please, please take advantage of this great, great woman of God, our sister, Pastor Cynthia Terry, who's running this ministry offering counseling in every single area of your life. Sometimes we just need to talk to somebody about it. We, we pray, we know that God's going to move, but sometimes we just need that physical person just to talk to. She is that person who God has placed in this ministry. We are working diligently with her. If you are having financial issues, please reach out to us. We will handle that cost for you. I don't want you to think that that's a burden because you can't talk to somebody. We're not, we're going to cover that cost for you. So please get in contact with us if you need to contact her or you can contact her directly and she'll get the word to us to cover that cost for you guys. We are still also running our campaign to secure location as well as we will need items when we get to that new location. We will need some chairs, we'll need some new, more lights, cameras, and other items. So please, please, please give once again a sacrificial offering to this area of ministry so that we can continue to give you what God has given us. Amen. I want to remind you of a prayer requests. I have a prayer request. Our dear, dear friend, um, Pastor Tony men mentioned it earlier, but our dear, dear friend, Mother Mama Lillian Wynn lost her husband of 51 years, and she is hurting. So I just need us all, I'm calling all soldiers, please pray for the Wynn family. It's a major loss for this family. Um, he was a great, great, awesome man of God, and he's going to be greatly, greatly missed. So just prayers to the Wynn family. Amen. If we have any other prayer request? We have one for Sister Karen. Thank you, Father, for Father, we pray for Sister Karen's grandmother today, for her kidneys, Father, for we know that you can do anything. God, I really feel that. 
Bible sign and wonder today God and I send that word to wherever Karen's mother may be I send that word God cause Karen is a faithful member here Father she's so seasoned so tired and all Father you said God that you look upon this God so we call, we pay tithe we pay them to Jesus Father and we find you find her faithful God and impute miracles sign building, I'm going to have to put a timer because first lady get here and get the one to shout. See, everybody said that was me. But we see who be up here shouting, carrying on. Y'all love first lady, I do. Wonderful. She is the fragrance of the house and we thank God for her. I bless you in Jesus' name. Happy Father's Day to all of you. If I didn't mention it before, mention it to you. Happy Father's Day to all my friends. Okay. Um, Father, I thank you now for the reverse the curse of the sciatic nerve reverse the curse of the sciatic nerve and back pain and back problem in Jesus name we pray reverse the curse we thank you for it we believe in your word your word is always good we believe in your word brothers I tell you I'm encouraged I'm, ex- I'm excited about our next chapter our next step I'm excited for you I'm excited for you as well. We look forward to our journey together. We look forward to moving forward together. We look for, we look forward because I'll tell you, if this is the first three years, I can't wait to see what the next three going to be like. It's going to be spectacular. God is moving. The fresh wind of God be upon you. The fresh, the fresh wind of God be upon you. The fresh spirit of God be upon you. Remind yourself, you have everything you need. You're going to live to see it happen in the land of of the living. Remember what God said. I'm going to carry you through it. I'm going to bring you to it. I'm going to help you see it. We give God glory and praise. I pray for you in Jesus' name. Go in peace. Go in grace knowing that you're covered. We cover you in love. We cover you in the, in the prosperity of God. We cover you in the, in the holy anointing of God. And let nothing trouble you. Let not your heart be troubled for nothing shall befall thee. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We pray in Jesus' name. Happy Father's Day. God bless you. We'll see you soon. God bless you.